When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the You Haven't Heard This Productions and Publications Network. For more great shows and blogs and vlogs, please visit www.yhhtmpc.com. Welcome to YHHTMPC. <clears throat> wait, 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 wait. What does that mean exactly? Oh, yeah. You haven't heard This Music Podcast, a show about introducing lesser-known music of lesser-known artists from all over the world. And now, without further ado, a one, a two, a one, two, three, four... And welcome to You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast, a podcast about listener music by listener artists that we believe are as good, if not better, than that in the mainstream. This is season five, it's episode seven, it's side B. Got lots of music to get through, lots of good music, and we've got lots of chats and stuff to do. It's all very fun. Let's do some housekeeping before we do that, though. So please, if you get a chance, please go over to www yhhtmpc.com over there we've got lots of stuff going on if you're looking for a good podcast we've got lots of podcasts over there because that's we've got a podcast network if you're looking for something to read you want a good read we've got lots of blogs you can go over there and check out our blogs uh, if you're looking for some good music we, we feature only the best musicians and best artists over there. If you're looking for something entertaining, I'm sure there's something over there for everyone. So yeah, www.yhhtmpc.com. If you want to submit your music and you want to be a part of what we're doing, and why the fuck wouldn't you want to be part of this? It's amazing. You can send your music to info at yhhtmpc.com and over there a member of the team will take a listen to your music. How exciting. Or if you have something else, you know, questions or something, just, yeah, just drop a line over there. If you want to support us, because we love it when people support us, you can support us over at buymeacoffee.com forward slash YHHTMP. Or if you want to go over to Patreon, you can support us monthly, and by supporting us monthly, we will feature feature you on our website, because we're good like that. But yes, uh, 
As always with me, I've got Mike and also I've got a guest with me. Now, guest this week is Jamie Jamal from Flux. We'll be speaking to both of them shortly, but before we do speak to them, we're going to play a quick song from Flux, and that song is Handbag Punk. Yeah. 
So that was Handbag Punk by Flux, and we'll speak to Jamie all about that song in just a second. But before we do, let me just introduce my co-host, Mike. Hello, Mike. Hello, how are you? I'm good, I'm good, thank you. Geez, that's an amazing song. I gotta just jump right in there. I, I freaking love that, right from the first beat. Yeah, it's awfully rude. <laughs> oh, who cares? What's the, that's history. Like, I don't know if it's, uh, uh, Jamie, maybe you can correct me, but I kind of like kind of Depeche Mode kind of dance floor kind of stuff. That just like put me right back out when I was going nuts in the nightclubs. <laughs> so it was really great beat on that. I loved it. Yeah. Hi, Jamie. Hi. Hi, Jamie. Right, <laughs> Hi. Wow. You. Great song, dude. Really, really like that. Oh, cheers. Yeah. Yeah. Spunking Injunction, everything. It was really, yeah. Really? <laughs> no holding back. What an introduction, <laughs> eh? <laughs> And you know, I tell you, so I, I just, I, I splurged, I bought myself a really great pair of So did Jamie, by the sounds of it. And it's got a really good bass on it, so this thing just like kicked in with the bass, I was like, wow, I loved it. Yeah, can you imagine me, I recorded that at home, and we kept um, doing the takes over and over, and can you imagine me just shouting out, spunk, spunk, all day long. <laughs> Richard was like, no, I think you can get it better than that. I'm sure he was doing it to wind me up. My poor neighbours. I was going to say, I can't imagine what your neighbours were thinking. Good introduction. Good start to the show. Good start to the show. I love it. Absolutely. It is a fantastic vibe. Um, Should I ask what that song's about? Uh, (laughs) Well, yeah, so it it kind of started off with a conversation between me and Richard, the other Fluxer. What would Divine perhaps record next if he was still alive? So it started from there, really, and um, a nod to High Energy, Patrick Cowley, Sylvester, and all those kind of things we love about the 80s, I guess. And mm. um, there's actually 19 little, tiny little samples in it. And nobody, we, we ran a little competition where you could win a bottle of uh, lube. And, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, nobody actually guessed them all. But do you, do you want to tell us what they are? Or oh God, I don't know yourself. I don't do you remember myself? No, I know there's <laughs> a couple of dead or alive in there. There's some um, visage fade to grey. There's divine track. Oh God, no, I can't remember. I should have dug out the list. It's very risky doing um, samples of popular songs like that because um, totally. you get in. A, you could get in trouble. Well, only if it made money. Probably, yeah. We'd have yeah. to, yeah, then we'd, we'd have to run. It worked, though. worked very well. Very good. Thank you, yeah. Yeah, so, Jamie, good to have you back. You it wasn't that long ago you joined us on the A-side. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, don't, I don't, has much happened between, since then and now? Well, Richard came to stay last weekend and we worked on some new tracks. We're currently working on a new album, uh, well, the first Flux album. So, yeah, we spent the weekend doing that and went out for some cocktails in between, so that's that's new. Good times. Um, and I'm sure we'll find out a bit more about your, your music and uh, gigs and stuff uh, in a bit, but before we do, because we've got a fair bit of music to get through, Mike, do you um, actually know I'm going to kick uh, kick the next part off with uh, Ale Shack with the Disaster Song. <laughs> Once in this 
with you. Life is such a I don't want to be here anymore. That's the song by Ailsha. Do you want to tell us a bit about Ailsha, Mike? Yeah, so she's an Irish singer-songwriter, and, and uh, she's been really actually active on, on live gigs around Dublin lately, doing live performances, and uh, and not to steal the thunder, but she currently is working on a collaboration with another Irish artist. And I've had the uh, the pleasure of hearing that song, and so in the next month, it had to be a pretty big release, including her, and it's a really, really great song. So, uh, so I just kind of want to give her a bit of a plug in advance of that and, and let you know there's more uh, really good music coming from her soon. Awesome. Yeah, we've had her on a few times. She's a very fun and bubbly, very poppy, very candy pop, I would say. I'm following on uh, Instagram. She's getting about um, doing a lot of gigs and stuff, which is yeah. good. And very active on social media. Yeah. Yeah, uh, all the artists that we play will be in the show now. So yeah, check out Alsha and check out everyone uh i'm gonna play dusty grants with his song oceans hey there my name is dusty grant i'm a singer songwriter from wichita kansas i started out as a solo acoustic artist but now that i'm playing with my band we're playing some hard rock music um we're all influenced by grunge hard rock modern rock uh we have got some guys in the band that like hair metal all that type of stuff we've got a pretty broad range of influences um, people say we sound sort of like Alice in Chains, Stone Sour, and that, that type of vibe. Um, Oceans is a song that my guitar player Jason Catlin and I wrote about grief. We both lost a friend that was very close to us, and this is the first song that we wrote together, and we wrote it uh, shortly after our friend passed away. We got in the studio with Chris Dawson and recorded it. Uh, if you guys want to find us on social media, you can find us at all platforms at DustyGrant57, or you can find me on my website, www.dustygrant.com. There's contact information there. We'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, I just wanted to say thank you guys so much for the opportunity for this feature. Um, we put more than we could possibly imagine into this into this project, and we need all the help we can get pushing it out there. It's very important to us. You're important to us. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Have a great day.
Dusty Grant with Oceans. Um, that was a that was a bit of rock right there. That changed up the changed up the tempo a bit from what we've uh, we've played so far. It sounded a bit like Nickelback, I thought that kind of thing. The um, the calling and things like that. Yeah, I could hear that. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Nickelback. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, good solid rock and roll. Good. Yeah. Do you like this kind of uh, music, Jamie? I do actually. Yeah, I used to listen to loads of stuff like that back in the nineties. Maybe not so much anymore, but you know, if I was at a live gig, or it does feel a bit dated now, doesn't it? But it yeah. still stands up quite well. I I enjoyed it. I brought it along. Yeah, um, if I went to a pub and listened to this, the band was playing. I'd, I'd enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Have you had any gigs since the uh, last time we spoke? No, we haven't actually. Um, there's a reason for that because of making the album. So normally. I've done loads of gigs and tried to make music at the same time. And this is the first time after about seven years of doing that, I've actually decided to stop doing live gigs and just concentrate and enjoy making an album. But it can get quite stressful doing the two at the same time as well. Yeah, it really can. Yeah, yeah. So I want, I want to enjoy it more, process, you know. Yeah, and you can focus better as well, I'd imagine. Yeah, but I am also itching to play, so. <laughs> yeah, but you are, yeah. That, from what I've heard, your gig sound like a whole lot of fun, so. Oh, yes. If you're ever, if you're ever in Birmingham, you'll have to let us know. I'd love to come and see you. Uh, sure, we'll do, yeah. Right, so we're going to play The Human Condition. This Human Condition. This Human Condition. It's got, it's got a psychotropic. Yeah. What what's going on there? So um, I'm also a part-time carer, and uh, several years back I was looking after a lovely lady who was struggling to sleep at night because she said there was a voice on her wall in her bedroom, and I was awake a lot of the night with her. And um, I'd kind of just joined an indie rock band, so I, um, I started writing some of this stuff down because I couldn't um, sleep. And then I started looking up psychotropic drugs, and it sort of came from there, really. Oh, okay. Yeah, but a lot of people who listen to it think it's about drugs, uh, which it, you know, kind of is, but not in the way that they think <laughs> it's about drugs. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, the song called "The Human Condition Psychotropic." No, the band is called "This Human Condition," and the song this, is Oh, so this is a really old song then. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, but okay. it was um, written by Richard and myself from Flux. So, but it was just before Flux. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Cool. Sometimes I see a scary voice. 
uh, yeah, that was uh, psychotropic by the Human Condition. Do you do you still ever do anything under the name the Human Condition? Uh, no, we kind of put this Human Condition on ice um, for a bit because the band, other band member um, got, uh, got quite ill. So um, yeah, during lockdown, we formed Flux with uh, Richard and myself, and I've been doing some collaborations as well. But we uh, hopefully we'll go back to it at some point. Okay, um, got such a powerful sound. It's so eighties. It's so eighties. Yeah, but yeah, but but it doesn't feel. It it doesn't feel dated. It's like we listened to that Nickelback song. Uh, it wasn't Nickelback, but like that that song, and that did feel a bit dated. But because I like that music, I thought I'd bring it. But this, or it, it's the style is even older than that style of rock. But it doesn't feel as dated. You're somehow keeping it fresh. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's always a really nice one to perform live as well. How do you manage to keep um, your your music current, especially with a sound that can it could easily fall into this? Just sounds old, but it doesn't. How do you manage to keep it fresh and alive, or is that just down to the genius of Richard? Um, kind of. Some of it's conscious. I mean, we very much know what we like from the past, but we're also very mindful of the future as well. Yeah. Um. So, but but probably yeah, the genius of Richard ultimately. <laughs> And uh, you've been working on an album. Uh, what, what can we expect from that album? Oh, lots of different personalities are coming out. <laughs> I just don't, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, our stuff is quite flamboyant, but we really like to do really different stuff as well. But obviously with an album, you need some sort of cohesion, don't you? Um, yeah. so it'll be interesting. Yeah. Well, I look forward to that. What, do you have a, like a ballpark of when that might be out? Uh, I think we'd like to work on it this year because previous of other albums I've released in the past, I've kind of rushed them a bit, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, in places and looking, you know, when put a bit of time to it and look back, there's always a couple of tracks that really just bother you and you wish you'd spent more time on them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. And you produce your own music? Are you self-produced? Yes. Yeah. Richard uh, Mordecai produces. Yeah. I write lyrics and sing and i very much can direct and stuff but he's he's the main genius with the producing so you, you mainly do the uh vocals and the the you write your own lyrics yeah I do yeah yeah so and usually the the ideas start off as my ideas and he works around your your yeah, well, we both, yeah it's very collaborative yeah so that particular track richard formed that from just the vocal stem that i sent him because i was in a, an indie rock band and i started writing that with my band and it was a rock song it sounded a bit like that nickel back thing so <laughs> and he said he didn't want to hear any of the, the rest of it just the vocals which is quite unusual i think to um form something around just a you know the vocal but it is unusual, yeah. But it seems to work. Yeah, he just when I told him the story of the song, he just got it and knew what he wanted to do. There's actually a, a, a pneumatic drill sound we've got in there as well. Have <laughs> you heard that? <laughs> we call it the sort of lobotomy mix uh, nice. because it's about essentially it's about somebody who um, suffers with schizoaffective disorder. So, and that's how they would have treated it back in the day, wouldn't they? That they just took the front of your brain out and left you left you be. Exactly. Yeah. Well, <laughs> on that cheery note. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going to play next a song called "One Big One" by a band called Vex Message. 
Now, this one's... When I send out the message for, you to, for the artist to send me a bit about them, I always say, be as creative as you like. So in, in between segments of him talking, he's put this thing in. So that, that and just point out that's why he's done what he's done, because I've told him to be creative. So, yeah, so this is Vex message with one big one. Hello, we are Vex Message. Um, we're a trio from Lancaster in England. Um, our names are Derek, Hopi, and Sam. Um, I guess our sound is kind of like post-punk, mixed in with um, quite a lot of synthesizers, little bits of electronics. So, um, yeah, I guess kind of indie post-punk, but with quite a few synths in there too, for good measure. In terms of influences, I think it kind of came to it by having a love of older kind of stuff like Talking Heads and Perubu and stuff, but then also listening to a lot more modern experimental electronic music, like um, maybe James Holden and Holly Herndon, Daniel Avery, people like that. So the song you're going to play is called The One Big One. It's our third single that we've released. And um, the lyrics are based on a book called Ridley Walker by Russell Hoban, which I read a while back. A friend of mine gave it to me again, and he was writing some songs about it. And I helped him out for a bit with that, but it didn't really work out. So basically, I just stole his idea. But um, yeah, Ridley Walker, it's an incredible book. So when I read it, I just really wanted to kind of write something in the style of it, really. There's lots of little songs throughout the book, so he's always walking around singing these weird little kind of folk songs so I guess it was kind of inspired by that and a lot of the stories within the book You can find our music in most of the usual places all the streaming sites, Spotify etc and also on our Bandcamp page um, where we're also selling a limited edition cassette version of the single, which has also got some really cool remixes on it by our friend Thomas Ragsdale, who is a composer and producer from Yorkshire. So we're really excited about that. So, yeah, have a look on Bandcamp. Vex message. <laughs> Okay, thank you for listening and thank you to you haven't heard this music for having us. We hope you enjoy this song and stay tuned. Keep an eye on our social medias and things. We'll be releasing some more tunes soon. Alright, thanks very much.
was what I said it was earlier. Vex message with one big one. It was weird that was for me because when you listen to him talking at the start, he sounded like a really old geezer. And I was expecting, <laughs> and it sounds like he's, he's going to break into some ch- like Chaz and Dave style music. You don't expect that sound from the person who was talking. I mean, he's probably listening to this. No, no, I don't mean any offence. It just, I didn't. Ex- you don't expect that kind of sound from the person who was talking. If you know what I mean. I was going to say almost exact. Minus the old geezer part, I was going to say almost the uh, <laughs> exactly the same thing. Is that it's not what I was expecting. He was he's uh, so soft spoken in his intro. So so and then it just the song just kicks in. It was like wow, is that is that he, what he's talking about? Is yeah, really uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed that. Enjoyed that. And again, like not just like you're saying there, it was caught me by surprise. Not what I was expecting. His sound, the sound of the music. I, you'll probably be able to help me out because you're more into that genre of music than me, Jamie. But um, it sounded very familiar to me. It sounded like something I've heard before, but I can't put my finger on why it is. Did, yeah, I actually really, really enjoyed that. That's just what I kind of listened to. It really reminded me of Fiddly Shakespeare, and you, you probably don't know who that is either. No. Um, yeah, very similar, but I know exactly what you mean. It was a very good sound, though. Yeah, it is. Very good. Again, it felt maybe 80s, possibly 90s, probably maybe early to mid-90s. Yeah, maybe a bit, uh, maybe a bit talking heads in places. Yeah, maybe, uh, yeah. Yeah, he actually mentioned that. He said that in his intro, Talking Heads, I think. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it certainly, uh, it certainly kind of fits in with the the theme of tonight's show. Anyway, kind of that kind of whole eighties kind of yeah. sound. You know, it's good. I've got competition. <laughs> <laughs> we've got uh, we've got a few more songs. We're going to play out play out with one of your uh, your songs, Jamie. Okay. We, we've got uh, next a song by Shay Reagan. Shane Shayan Reagan. Sorry. Yeah, Shane Reagan uh, with our vocals, backup vocals by uh, Shane Ocampo. So this is totally random. So as part of uh, the my side job business, uh, I, I also I do uh, playlist curating, and, and and songs get submitted for for requesting to be put on my play- playlist. And this was submitted uh, yesterday or today, I think. Right, and you know I kind of listened to a little bit of the songs inside. Yeah, okay, it fits or not, right? And I listened to this song. It was one of those songs that kind of you listen to it, and then it kind of second you you know. You kind of perk up and go, "Hey, this is this is good." And I actually went back and listened to it again. So, it, so it's kind of like totally just only heard it for the first time myself, and and uh, I thought I'd send it in to you because it kind of really did catch my attention. So, he's a 22 year old uh, singer from the UK, and it's a song called "As It Was." As it was, as it was. 
through the phone. Baby, you're no good alone. Why are you sitting at home on the floor? What kind of pills are you on? Ringing the bell, nobody's coming to help. Your mama worries like hell. She just wants to know that you're well. Oh. song sounded very um sounded like something james arthur would do i think yeah very much kind of a um i don't know slamming little slamming cow shows people get on stage and, <laughs> and sing pop you know very mainstream kind of thing but just really i thought i thought the um uh the the vocals that come in with it are really good you know I thought that it was kind of a nice way of splitting up the song Good. Just caught my attention. I heard it. I thought, geez, that sounds pretty nice. So I thought I'd send it over to you and see what you think. What did you think of that, Jamie? Very pleasantly pleasing. <laughs> Very <laughs> yeah, pleasantly quite... pleasing. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Well, again, we'll leave all the uh, links to all the artists in the show notes so you can check them all out. That was uh, that was that was beautiful. Is what that was. That was lovely. It was um, almost a little, I've got a bit of Savage Garden from it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. their voices worked really well when the girl came in. Indeed. So yeah, check them out. Check them out. Um, what we got? We got one more song from me, and then we're gonna play it with Jamie. Yeah, you gonna? Do you, do you think you might do any gigs at all this year? Um, I mean, I say no, but I am. I am known to kind of be quite uh, spontaneous as well. You gotta get so, one or two in, haven't you? Yeah. I mean, there are a few opportunities, but we'll see. I'm, I don't want to put any pressure on. On us to do at the moment. I literally just want to keep taking it because this is what I usually do. I start working on music and then I try and find anything that will distract me from getting on with yeah. it. Right. Okay. So I'm go- I'm going to play Florent Gis with his song that he'll explain now. Hello, I'm Florent Gis, a composer, double bass player, and video artist. I come from Bordeaux in France, and I'm currently based in New Jersey in the United States of America. My music has always been influenced by American composers such as Meredith Monk, Steve Reich, Terry Riley, but I also do listen to a lot of different genres. So 
it is actually hard to tell exactly what my influences are. The piece we are playing is called Printemps Permanent. It means permanent spring. And it is a sort of digital, virtual, and almost utopian version of my instrument, the double bass. It uses audio and video samples of my instrument playing multiple techniques and uh, in a sort of impossible version of my instrument. The video for this piece has been made with a digital workflow that I've designed as a part of my PhD at Princeton University um, in the programs Max, Max for Live, and Jitter. And I was also helped by my friend and wonderful video artist Claudio Cavallari uh, for the final section in adding some kind of particles into this three-dimensional space. I am on the internet. You can find me on uh, my website www.florangis.com. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, in order to celebrate the release of my new double album, Ritournelle and Mosaic on Cantaloupe Music on May 20th, I will play a concert, a release concert uh, in New York City at Joe's Pub on May 26th at 7 p.m. And I will be sharing the stage with wonderful guitarist Kaki King. I hope you like the piece and thanks for watching.
So that was an absolutely beautiful composition by Florangis. Um, it wasn't the composition that he mentioned in his message. I've played the absolute wrong piece, but um, I don't know whether to keep that in because it was beautiful or replace it with the one he said. I'm, I'm not sure what to do there. What, what did you think of that, Mike? Yeah, I'd, I'd keep that in. It's a very nice piece. Unless he listed the other one and decide which is better for the show, but I thought that was uh, quite nice. That, that one that I've just played is called, I don't know how to pronounce it, it's R-I-T-O-U-R-N-E-L-L-E-S, Rittonels or something like that, Lisboa, Rittonels, Lisboa by Florangis. Um, you can understand why I, didn't, I don't want to pronounce the songs, because, um, yeah... Um, but yeah, absolutely beautiful composition. What did you think of that, Jamie? Yeah, it sounded really nice. Um, I did you know when you're on the phone to the doctors and you it says like you're 28th in the queue and they play yeah. music? I could see it being used for something like that. I don't mean that as a. I don't mean that really rude. But you know what I mean? Is that, that's what it reminded me of. Don't mean it as an insult. But it is. <laughs> <laughs> but I liked it at the same time. I would stay. I would yeah, I'd stay on the line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stay on the line. Absolutely. Uh, I think I think um I think we're pretty much done. We've just got your song to play, Jamie. Have you got anything uh, you wanna add? Anything anything new on the horizon? I mean, obviously nothing new's happened much recently, but uh, is there anything for us to look out for other than the album? Yeah. Yeah, I've got another couple of uh, collaborations coming out. So, oh, have you? Um, uh, what are we in now? May. Yeah, end of this month, I've got a track called Sister from Another Mister coming out with a chap called Ewan Bedford. And then probably in June or July, another track called Shake, uh, Shake It Naked. <laughs> with okay. a chap called uh, goes under the name of Say and those so you're working with different people like you got you yeah. work with Richard and you work with these two people Do, is the music completely different to each other or is it very similar yeah yeah my collab stuff my collab stuff is completely different yeah well, kind of, I mean is it the same genre or is it a completely different yeah sound? it's all electronic um, I mean I am open to other stuff I should explore more of that actually but yeah it tends to be you know like bands I've worked with or of people I've met, yeah, because I'm in those sort of circles at the moment. So, but yeah, I'd love to branch out and do, you know, I started off with in, doing indie rock, and yeah, I'd love to try loads of stuff. Um, you're one of our featured artists. You haven't heard this productions and publications, and I will give you a page and everything. So, it's very exciting for for us to we, we're trying to find yeah. the best artists. We don't we don't we don't want to just add anyone and uh, any old riffraff, can you? <laughs> no, no, we, you know. Well, thank they, you. I feel honoured to be included because I, I do think of myself as riffraff. <laughs> <laughs> no, your music is phenomenal and it fits perfectly on the website. Um, yeah, so we're glad to have you. Do you have anything you want to plug, Mike, before we go? Yeah, just um, on the on the business side, things were kind of quiet, and there's a whole flurry of activity with new artists and, uh, and new music coming up. So, so look excited about that. And on bigger news, I have to count my chickens where they, they hatch, as they say. But I was contacted by a re- reasonably large record label out in Oregon, USA, who have over 600 artists. And they're kind of tracking what I do. And, and they are they said that they're testing me out with, with 10 of their artists. They're transferring their music across. And, and they're interested in working with me. And will possibly move their entire 
library over if things go wow. well. So that's kind of exciting. Yeah. You're going to be big, fucking busy. Fucking busy. No kidding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to manage that one. But yeah, so, uh, so if they fingers crossed, kind of wait and see what happens there. But uh, it certainly it's seemed to, I, I kind of noticed for a while they were kind of checking me out on social media. You see them following me and, and liking stuff and all that. And it's kind of what's going on there, you know. And they contacted me. So finger, fingers crossed, you know, it's a big big move and, uh, if that happens. The only time I hear from big record companies is when they're complaining about me playing their fucking music on um, YouTube, like Universal Music Group, trying to block me from playing music. And I have to end up sending a message out. It's like any music we play is for the purposes of promotion only. And uh, it never gets blocked, but uh, we, we can never, mon- I mean, we're not going to monetize it anyway, but. It'd be nice to have nice to have the the, the option, but because of yeah. Universal Music Group and people like that, we them them always um, putting restrictions on us. The bastards. Yeah, well, no, these these guys are saying promote away. So so uh, mm. yeah, it's off to fingers crossed. You know, see what happens over the next week. Excellent. I wish that would happen to yeah. us. We've been doing it four years and nobody's contacting us. You've been doing it one year. I say that we do have a lot of record <laughs> companies um, sending us music all the time. For artists, sure. so yeah, you do you ever plan on do you ever want to get uh signed, Jamie? Uh, well, we were signed this human condition, we're signed to a small label in New York. Oh, um, right. yeah, but so the answer is no, I probably wouldn't want to sign. Is, is there really any benefit to being signed nowadays? I mean, back in the 60s, the 70s, and the 80s, it, it had a purpose, you know, because they had all the money and they were willing to shill it all out. And now, record labels aren't willing to shill out the money and independent labels. What can an independent label do for you as an artist that you can't do yourself? And also, didn't they really make people work for that and rip them off at the same time? You know, so so many horror stories. But yeah, these days, I think you need to learn the business and you can do a lot of it yourself. That's what I learned with this little independent uh, label we were. Uh, signed to in the end i i figured out i knew more than them so we left yeah i think a lot i think a lot of it comes down to whether people can self-produce or not and obviously like it's, it's much not so much easier to self-produce right but i think with, with labels it, it's a lot of it comes down to, to the funding right yeah. and what they what they're willing to pay for up front but if you're happy for somebody to take over uh cause right. that's how it feels to me and maybe you just wanted to do the performing bit you know, uh, then yeah, go for that. I'm, I'd be very wary of it personally. Yeah, and they take rights as well. That, 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 that ownership of the, the, you know, rights to your music and everything. It's like it's not your music anymore. You've created it. You've put your sweat into it and everything. And suddenly they're saying, "Well, this is my music. You can't do this. You can't do that." Fuck off! <laughs> it's my music. I mean, that's why I really admire Stormzy, although it's not my kind of music. Um, as far as I know, he still hasn't signed to a major. He's got his team around him that he, you know, he got himself. So if he wants something done, he can just contact that team and it gets done. He doesn't have to have a meeting and go through lots of, you know, and then possibly be rejected. I admire that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're going to play Gone So Quickly without Goodbye. Um, I'm gonna, I was going to ask what, what this song is about, but I think it's quite self-explanatory, isn't it? Yeah, so um, I, I was just looking on Facebook in December 
2019 and a really good friend of mine it just popped up that he passed away he didn't even tell me he was ill it was quite a short illness so yeah I was kind of just writing this for a bit of therapy to be honest and then I didn't want to put it out because then the pandemic happened and it, it just I don't know it all felt a bit too sensitive at that time even though it wasn't you didn't you know die of that and it wasn't really about that all of a sudden it was kind of there's all these people dying without people not being able to say goodbye so um anyway I got over that and and put it out and we we got really good feedback and even uh Robert Carlyle the actor likes it included really it yeah that was quite nice wow nice chirpy end uh, to the show uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can count on me for that <laughs> It's it's uh, it says Jamie Jamal gone so quickly yeah. though go so is it just you then? So this is with uh, a chap called Ewan Bedford who I've done a second track with. I mixed the vocals on this. Uh, so he he sent me a piece of music. Yeah, and I mixed I sort of did the vocals and, and mixed it. Okay. Um and yeah, before you go, uh for those that didn't catch you last time, where can our followers find you? Um, so at Mr. Jamie Jamal um, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Jamie Jamal, Flux, This Human Condition. Um, on my Twitter, actually, there's a, a link tree link that just links you to everything that musically I've done. So awesome. yeah, that's probably a good start. Excellent. And of course, everything in the show notes. And yeah, check out all of the artists that we've played. Go show them some love. If you find an artist that you particularly like from tonight and you really enjoy them and you think I could be a fan of theirs, don't just stick them on Spotify. Go over to the Bandcamp or over to the Amazon Music and purchase their music. Support them. Show them some love and support. That's what you should do. You should definitely do that. Um, I'm I'm starting. I don't know if you saw it saw it on a Twitter, Mike. I'm doing I'm doing a UK and Ireland tour. I saw that. I actually retweeted it. I actually retweeted it to a few artists I know down in Cork. So okay, excellent. Yeah, I'm doing a UK. It's a virtual tour. I'm not really touring. It's just I'm just yeah. sitting on my computer. It's it's lazy. Yeah. It's what it is. But um, what what we can do <laughs> is I'm starting in Cork in Ireland, and uh, each week I'm going to try and find. A load of submissions from people in each city, moving my way up through Ireland, then to the top of uh, the UK and down. But this week, uh, it's going to be Cork, and we're going to try and get as many artists to submit, and then going to choose the best out, well, which I feel, feel is the best out of the uh, submissions. So, yeah, if you're listening to this and you're from Cork, drop your submissions to info at yhhtmpc.com, and uh, hopefully we'll give you a play. Yeah. So that's that then, and uh, we're going to play out now with Jamie Jamal. Thank you, Mike, for joining me. It's been a pleasure, as always. Absolutely, as always. Great to be and here. Jamie, thank you for your time. Again, oh, a pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. Really enjoyed it. Uh, hopefully, once, once you start releasing some more stuff, we'll uh, have you back again in the future. Yeah, brilliant. And maybe I'll bump into you at Greenman. You won't bump into me because I'm not going, but you, you uh, might bump, you you might bump into so. Wayne. Yeah, it's oh, Wayne. Yeah, it's the other one. Okay, sorry. The, the, the other one, yeah. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, thank you, guys. And, uh, yeah, thank you. This has been You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast, Episode 5. Now, Episode 7, Season 5, Side B. And until next time, I've been Richie. I've been Mike. And our guest has been... Jamie Jamal. Thank you for listening, if indeed you still are.
It's official. Summer is almost here. The sun is getting brighter, the days are getting longer, and your lawn is ready for some love. Get everything you need for a season spent outside with Memorial Day savings from the Home Depot. Manicure your yard to perfection with lawn care tools from RYOBI. Then get your garden going with vegetables and herbs from Bonnie Plants Harvest Select. Plus, mulch and soil from Vigoro and EarthGrow. Get your lawn as ready as you are for summer in the sun. Feels like Memorial Day at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.